morning, Patriots. And today, yes, today is Monday, November 20th. We're in the week of Thanksgiving, which is pretty amazing. And I hope everybody's going to be having a good festival and gathering with your friends and family. We really need to be focusing on the on the life part of things right now. There's so much destruction and threats of death, and it's exactly as the enemy wants it. And this is a great week to celebrate life and giving and the principles of what we are built on, which is the power of kingdom love, which is really just unprecedented. We are truly in amazing times, and it's something that we have to constantly be vigilant of, of what the enemy is trying to do to us, to, to try to divide us at every turn, and we need to be focused on unity right now. There's just, it is so easy, in a social media environment especially, to start falling trap to the whole ideas of division. And it's something we just have to be cognizant of because it's not going to get any easier. It's going to only get worse. And if you aren't anchored truly in your true center of the principles of love and you don't start seeing what God's doing right now in reshaping the earth and reshaping the world and how God's uniting his tribes, you will literally be be left behind. And I don't say that lightly. And it's and it's truly a word that keeps coming through that war is on the horizon, war drums are beating. And it is time for the tribes to come together and accept that God is using every tool in his book beyond anything we've ever imagined to defeat this enemy. And it is where the fight is, and it's where our responsibility is, is to stay focused and united in love. It's very important. Patriots, before we get going today, we are also in a period of time right now when we have the government absolutely trying to destroy our economy and also to trying to destroy your ability to have any sort of future as we move forward here. Like it or not, we're still going to be dependent on some form of an economy and paper currency that we currently have as a joke. We need, absolutely need, to be able to start focusing on the bigger issues of what we're involved in. And that means getting your money, your retirement investments moved over to a gold-backed currency level, which is so important. And so right this week, Birch Gold's Black Friday event, when it comes to an end, is is something to take advantage of. Right now, when you open a, a gold IRA, for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. But you have to text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 to claim the eligibility before Black Friday. That's this week. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or a 401k into an IRA in gold with no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 today. When the national debt is literally greater than our total GDP, you know the time is of di- to diversify is right now. And the U.S. dollar is really under threat. And it's part of shaking up the world and, from the enemy's perspective, making you bow to their knees, to your knees, to them. And that's not going to happen. So Birch Gold makes it super easy to move all that paper and stuff you have in your investments into a physical gold account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. So text BARDS 989898, receive a free info kit, and claim your eligibility before Friday, Black Friday, yep, that's that's it, to receive free gold bars for your qualifying purchase. There you go. Just like that. And you know, I know that just made your whole morning, and you're like, oh, I can't wait. I'm jumping on my phone. I'm going to text BARDS right now. Which you should be saying, you should know that Bards is like the most popular promo code on the entire web. It's because we're cool. That's why. 
and because we're great and because God's here and the Holy Spirit's here and all that good stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, Patriots, it's um, been quite a week, a few weeks, more than <laughs> God has, it works in amazing ways. That's what I can say. Um, if you could say refining fire in the uh, silver and the dross, that would be defining my last seven weeks. I'll tell you right now, it's been amazing to watch how intensely God has moved right up to even last night. So just so many things happening. As I told you, we've had the blessing of having the Kentrells up here on the property. Um, what an amazing family. We've done so much great prayer work and so many great blessings of having children who walk in the Lord just be around. And if and I hope you all appreciate how much that is because when children truly are speaking and walking in the Lord, praying, getting prophetic vision, they're literally walking in that space that we have to fight to get to. It's natural and second nature for them. And it's just an absolute blessing when you have that sort of faith around you and exactly what it will do. You know, it's interesting how God worked because there were so many pieces out of Montana that I haven't even got to yet in that trip. And one of those core pieces is really about men. And that's all going to be the focus going forward. This week, we're it's not all the focus, but it's going to be an important part of the focus going forward and getting men to stand up. One of the things that has become extremely evident, and that is that we look at our churches and we look across our spectrum, um, men have not done a good job. Matter of fact, I would say men have generally failed. And that gets a lot of backs bristling and people don't like to hear that and they don't want to, they don't want to face the fact that there's been failure. Well, there has been. Our churches are a disaster and they were stewarded by men. Our government is a disaster. It was stewarded by men. We have example after example. Our corporate boardrooms are a disaster, consumed with the greed, and even worse, the, the whole influences of the Luciferian cults, and they were stewarded by men. And so there is a ch change-up that is happening, and God is literally moving people that will start standing up. And I say this because this is, this is going to be a time of having to flex with how God moves. If you're going to be one that is be going to be doctrinal rigid, and I mean what I'm saying, and you're not listening to what God and the Holy Spirit are doing right now, this is not about whether you're comfortable with a woman leading or not. It is about where God puts somebody that has, he truly understands his heart. And right now, just as a general and court and absolutely general statement, and I'm I'm very callous, and I would say almost heartless about saying this though I shouldn't be, but in the sense of that, but it is true, men have failed. Pedophilia is on a rise in this country because men are addicted to pornography. And that is the truth. So the harsh truth is men, if we want to restore to the biblical principles of men leading the church and men leading the nation, it's time to buckle up because there's some work to do and there's some cleaning up to do. And it's not just sending, looking at the Bible and going, well, Bible says, the Bible also says, be pure in your heart and love him and give him all you have so that God can pour down the blessings of this world. And that's my paraphrase, but we know that's at the core. So this is a great time now to start facing truth and walking in truth and power. And that is get closer to him, clean up our lives and stand boldly in the gap and start being who God intended us to be. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we just come here this morning very blessed and humbled as we do and as we do each day. And so Lord, today I'm just gonna open the prayer up truly for the prayer for the heart of men. Here's that one thing that you showed me in Montana 
is that the real heart of men, for the most part, has been muted or to a certain degree destroyed. We do not see much anymore of the men who can get on horseback and climb the mountains on the horse. We don't see much anymore the men who don't go out just to hunt and kill something, but go out and walk with you in the world, united with all that you bring, and when they get that kill, to worship you and honor you for the blessings of the offerings given. We aren't seeing men of strong renown in Scripture. We see men that may memorize Scripture, but they lack the will and the strength to step into the world as the mighty men of God. You, Lord, the Lord of hosts. So, Lord, our prayer today is directed at men. Our our prayer today is to break those bonds of the weakened men who spend the hours behind the Internet, becomes consumed in the digital worlds, be influenced by the propaganda and begin weakened by the pornography and even worse become addicted to the pornography that ultimately break their breaks their will and destroys their families this is the same pathway that leads to the destruction of the little ones and so father our prayer today for men is to awaken to separate your eyes from the corruption that satan has put before you to start stepping into the world to get your hands filled and covered with the earth and the dust and, and the, the calluses that come from the hard work of a day's effort to start getting back to the reality of being what it is to be a man. And Father, we pray into this because these are the families that are screaming out for the men to be a man in this hour, to be a man. And the problem is, Father, we just have so many and the consequences are so evident. We have a national pandemic of overweight men We have a national pandemic of pornography-addicted men. We have a national pandemic of child pedophilia and rapers of children that are principally men. We have a, a nation filled with men who don't go to church and lead their churches, but instead sit in pews or not at all, and simply to fill and mark and check the box. We have a nation of men that don't stand up for what is righteous on a daily basis but allow crimes of, of the passions of heart and those of even of the moral basis of the Bible to go by unspoke, unabated. We have lost the will of men in this nation, a nation that was built on men, a nation that was built on mighty men, and a nation that needs those mighty men once again. So, Father God, as we pray in today, we're praying into those hearts of men. It's not a statement of just saying, I accept Christ. It's a statement of saying, I accept and will walk as Christ. I will live as Christ. I will breathe as Christ. I will lead my families as Christ would lead. I will lead my communities as Christ would lead. And I will rise up as men to be greater in thee than I've ever thought possible. That also means, Father, that we need men that have the will and the, and the fortitude within their hearts to be able to humble themselves before the throne, to submit and to lay it all down, to say, here I am, Lord, take me, but not just take me, here I am, Lord, everything, the everything, the yes. I will walk with you no matter where you tell me. I will face the the challenges no matter what you put before me. And I will put myself through the refining fires of the silver and the dross to make myself more pure and more powerful within you and through you on all things. I will walk in the love that only you can deliver, Father. I will walk in that love and understand that the sword of the Spirit is mightier than any sword of steel. 
I will even go so far, Father, to say, if you so say, I will release all weapons of this world and put my hands up and say, give me all I need from heaven. And I will walk in that space and know that I am mightier than anything that could ever walk before. But I, as a man, must submit. I must be on that edge of being transparent and vulnerable before the throne. And as a man, a man has to now stand in the gap and say, Father, here are the things that I have done. Here are the things that I must be purified from. And then as we are faced those, let you, Father, show us deeper to go harder and further than we ever imagined. To have the strength and the courage to repent. To have the strength and the courage to apologize. To accept responsibility and accountability. And to have the strength and the courage to say, Father, I will go farther and greater if you so direct and lead, which he will. So, Father, this is a prayer today for men, a prayer to raise them up, to take them away from the weakness and the corruptions that have been corrupting their hearts and leaving them wounded on the battlefield. A war that's been waged so heavily that so many men now are, are consumed with addictions that they believe that they can't escape. The addictions of pornography being the one of the worst. The addictions where the cycles of pornography continue to weaken them, break them, lower them to such a low level that it turns them into a hand puppet of Satan. A puppet that sometimes even thinks that somehow sitting in a pew, they can somehow escape that tendrils of power because they think that somehow just being in the presence of the word will be enough, but it takes more. This is an hour in which the men must stand, must stand before the refining fires and face what that means. To let our God forgive you, but to refine you, to purge you, to get rid of all of the corruption. And that begins with repentance. So this is an hour of the repenting man that becomes the mighty man of God. So Father, this prayer is for them. This prayer is for that walk that so many ignore or are even afraid to take. That walk that places them into the trenches of the true fires of heaven. That walk that requires a vulnerability of the heart unprecedented, that nothing can be hidden before the throne, nothing. And that all sin must be present, presented forward. All sin must be placed on the table. All sin must be asked for for forgiveness. And God is given the chance to truly refine the hearts of the weakened man. And from that rise the greatness of men. And so, Father, that's what we pray for in the end today to seek the greatness of the man that which you created from the very beginning, from Adam. Not to find the crutch to point the finger at a woman, which is exactly what Satan did from the very beginning as he ambushed Eve. Giving man a right to point to the woman as a fault and a man a right to ignore that the greatest problem right now in our world is the weakened man. So, Father, we pray for the rise of the strengthening of men the blessings that that will re, re, re bring for this nation and the greatness that it will bring in their lives. Give them the strength to climb this mountain. Give them the strength to trust in you. Give them the strength to submit to the heart of you, Lord. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Yes, indeed. This is, this is an hour right now that is going to require a tremendous amount of refining and just so I say it, because I, I just know how these things go. Every time I jump into something hard like this, I start getting the, rake, the shake, rattle, and roll. We start to have people start to throw flechettes on our social media. Okay. 
These are discussions. You can have them, but be civil, be kind, be respectful for one another, and learn to listen. It's important. This is the only way we rise up, and it's the only way we overcome. This enemy is so absolutely evil and has perfected the weaknesses of the heart of men and how to exploit them because it was the enemy at the beginning that created it. So it is time to be greater than that. And it's time to be greater than all the things that we can be and walk in him. These last few weeks for myself have been a journey unprecedented. Where I was leading into Barnesfest and where I am today are two different people. Same voice, same guy. But the refining that I've walked through is a refining that I didn't think I could ever make. The refining that even happened this week, there were days this week that the pain in my heart as God refined it was so great that I literally was on my knees in tears, not knowing if I could make the next step. That's the refinement we're talking about. And it only gets there when we submit to him. It is a refinement that is so incredible that he will go to the depths of your heart and he will pull things out and make it feel like you can't take another breath. But as you lean into him in greatness, he works in you. And as he works in you, his heart he wants of you comes to shine. It's the silver in the dross, Isaiah 66. This is the hour which men have to be doing this. All of us do, but in particular men. And so if you look around and really see what God has done, and realize as we look at our this whole world, because I know right now we're see, we still see the rise of strong women, and I hear this, it's like, well, but why is a woman there? Because the men aren't. Because God is looking for the hearts that will hear him and lead him because he wants the men to rise. But unless the women have, the men would have no chance. Hard pill to swallow, but it's true. It is taking the mightiness necessary in the hearts of all that listen to him to raise up the body, which has become so deeply weakened. And these hours now that I have, I have been in, in these last weeks, that with him, in the presence of him, and walking in a place that I never thought I would, stepping into places where he's literally said to me, if you step here, you cannot fail. And where others have, I'm not giving you a choice. You have to walk this. Those are big places to step into. And he's waiting for others to do the same. It's not exclusive to me. God is working in every one of us the same way. But we have to be willing to step into the yes. And the yes is the power of a level that we cannot even comprehend until you put your foot in that fire. And then you don't go back. Because there are no options if you step in there. You will be refined. Or you will be broken in the process. And the breaking is the worst part because if you don't willfully submit to him, you will submit to him in the end. And those are the kicking and screaming moments when you're trying to cling on to the past that was, not realizing that this world is an illusion around us. We are spiritual beings first, physical second. We are the, the makings of him. We are made in his image. And this world that we have become enslaved in, entrapped in, is the illusion. It's not the reality. Our reality exists in the heart of the spirit, in the heavens. And this reality is where we're having to fight back to take back this earth for him. And so the doctrinal teachings, the things that have been done to try to teach you to be disempowered, 
whether it's the revelation ends ends of time's theory that tries to tell you that just hang on until Jesus comes. Those are not the right perspectives. And that may run people's in chaff with people. It may run against the grain of what people want to hear. The fact is God never asked us to be passive. He never asked us to sit on the side. He didn't ask us to wait. He gave us this land to occupy, expand, and subdue the enemy. Those were our mission commands, and they will continue to be our mission commands. And the one great thing about this is that fight and that war is won through love. But don't mistake love as weakness. Love is also at the center of wrath because through love, and we understand the pain and the suffering and the sorrow that comes with love, the necessary pain as Christ taught us and the sacrifice through the cross. Through pain, we gain the greatest love. Men, there is going to be pain to take you from where you are into the power of kingdom. You are going to have your hearts feel at times like it will explode. You will feel the fires burn within you, and you will cling on to things asking if you can make it the next step. Here's the good news. You can, because with you in this entire space, Jesus is walking with you. But you have to have the courage to lean in. You have to have the courage to say yes. You have to have the courage to step into something greater and more unknown than you've ever imagined or ever touched. And no matter where you are in faith, until you step into that depth and realize what true submission is and what it demands of you, you haven't gone far enough. And submission isn't accepting, for example, that God just wants you to be in weakened positions or having to do without. God does not want us to walk in a place where we are in poverty. He wants us to walk in a place where we begin in our hearts with the richness of the love that he gives us. And it's there that the mightiness of the kingdom begins to flow. And the things of this world cease to be the chains that bind us. And the eyes that we see begin to see past the veil and begin to understand what the nature of the true threat is. And the ears in which we hear no longer have to struggle to hear his voice, but we hear it in every form that is need, it is given. We walk in obedience. Every breath becomes that of his. Every step that becomes that of his in unison with where God needs us to be. And with that, the trust in us and the trust in him grow in unison. We'll be able to use our free will, not as a question of challenge, but through a unity in him in all things that is so profound that the enemy has no chance, no chance. So the refining of the heart is about denying enemy territory, giving them to a, putting them in a place that no matter how hard the enemy tries, they can never take root and have a seed in the heart again. This is the hour to rise. We are heading into the drums of war, and they are beating. And this, the war is on the horizon. And what that may look like in the physical may look very different than what's going on in the spiritual. But I assure you that the war in the spiritual is heating up. It is getting more intense. It is beginning to move in fear, knowing that what God is raising up is mightier than it ever imagined. And God is changing playbooks. He is shifting things around because he is God. He is the one God, the true God, the God of hosts. And he will, in the end, be victorious over all of this. So this hour now, it is a call to men, a call to men to reach in, to rise up, to learn what it is to walk with humility and strength, to learn what it is to be a true meek warrior. Jesus wasn't a hippie. Jesus was a samurai. 
And when you understand the heart of a samurai, you understand the mightiness of what our king was. For he walked this earth with such grace and such mightiness and love that nothing, nothing but before him could corrupt him. He brought the miracles of healing, deliverance, apostolic, prophetic. He brought all of that and he gave those gifts to us to do and to have and to do greater works than he. But at, that will only happen for each of us when we truly submit to the Father in such a profound way that there is nothing left in your heart that is hidden. It is refined and burned out and the true sense of silver now shines. The dross is separated from the silver. Patriots, these walks we're talking about here, and I speak now from the weeks behind me and the weeks I still know God has ahead of me. They require a level of courage that even I did not understand, and I don't consider myself exceptional, but I do say this. I thought I understood the stressors of war and the challenges that were put before me. I thought I've been in those places where I've laughed in the enemy's face. I've had the guns placed in my face, the RPGs shot at me. I've had the IEDs blown around me. And I walked fearlessly in those and took each one of those as a challenge because you tried to take my life. But in true testimony, once I submitted to this level of to God, I never understood what courage meant. Now I'm beginning to see that the rewards are worth every bit of the pain. It's time to rise. So Father, guide us all, bless us all, and let the men hear this message to rise up. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight. Shows are back on a regular schedule now. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. 
So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 